Tapes. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Hey, this is Hunter from Thrills United, and you're listening to the Coaster Challenge Podcast. Hi, this is Skylar from Coaster Kids and Thrills United, and you're listening to the Coaster Challenge Podcast. Hi, I'm Jacopo. I'm the Thrills United Coaster representative from Rome, Italy, and you are listening to the Coaster Challenge Podcast. Hey guys, it's Logan from Thrills United, and this is Thrills United Month on the Coaster Challenge Podcast. Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Thrills United Month right here on the Coaster Challenge Podcast, and I'm David Cantu. And I'm Iva Shifley. And we've got a very special episode for all you guys today. As you know, we are celebrating Thrills United, a great organization that is spreading a positive message around the world. And it's about bringing people in to help break their fears and anxieties and helping build friendships and communities by helping bringing people together. Yes, it's also about being brave and facing your fears, doing that by getting together with all your friends through the Thrills United or Coaster Kids. Got a very special guest here. We got another regional representative for Thrills United. Uh, we have Skylar, who is on the podcast today with Andrew. Now, Skylar represents Thrills United up in the northeast of the New England area of the United States. And she visits all the local parks in that area with other Thrills United fans and other kids. And she helps those kids that are afraid to get on a roller coaster. She's one of those uh, mentors out there that helps, encourages them to help face their fears and help them to be brave. Well, it's not just about facing their fears on roller coasters. It's actually about facing their fears, even with just heights in general, because Skylar wasn't afraid of getting on a roller coaster. She was afraid on getting on some of the sky screamers or the demon drop. That's what really scared her the most was because with the sky screamers, you don't have time to think as long as you do when you have a coaster. Yeah. That's the one thing about uh, what we love about Thrills United is that they go above and beyond coasters. They do a lot of extreme thrills like bungee jumping, cliff diving. They do all kinds of anything that's a high thrill. Thrills United reps, they all do all these extreme things, pushing their fears to the limit is what they call it. But uh, yes, uh, Andrew is standing by with Skylar. But first, we, you know, we're going to do like we like to do normally do our YouTube highlight clip of the weeks in our regular podcast. But because this is Thrills United month, we're actually wanting Thrills United to be able to share a little bit more about their story. Last week with La Pupo, Thrills United reps got to sit down with Logan and they were talking about what is it like to be a regional representative for Thrills United. But what you all don't know is that it's not just the reps themselves that are always together doing fun stuff together. They have a lot of friends that have been with them since the Coaster Kids days. They all still keep in touch with each other. They hang out together at parks. They go do all these high adventure activities together. So Logan decided he wanted to sit down with a lot of their best friends of Thrills United. Take a listen. What's up guys, it's Logan. Right after I did the Q&A with some of the Thrills United regional reps, that I would be doing another Q&A, but with my best friends who aren't regional reps. So the people who are in this are Callie, Itai, Ben, Sophia, Michael, 
Matthew, Zach Bourgeois. And you guys all know that I've met thousands of people across the world and made hundreds of friends. Somehow these are just the people who I spend the most time with and consider my best friends. And some of them you already saw from the previous Q&A, the Throws United reps. Including those people, these are the people who I consider my best friends and I really love and appreciate every single one of them. How did you meet me and when did you realize that we started becoming best friends? So I met him in 2018 at Kings Island and so I wasn't really like close to him but it was still nice to meet him because I didn't know him at all but except from watching YouTube. Then I realized I was close friends with him about September 2018 or October, I forgot when it was because we went to Haunt at Kings Island and we actually started like talking more and I'm like maybe we're friends now. We just like grew our bond throughout that year and the next. So how I met Logan is a pretty long story as we actually first talked on Roblox and then he, we just wanted to Skype each other and we started talking from there and then he told me he was going to have a meetup at Busch Gardens Tampa in 2017 and it was just a great time and that's when I started getting really close to him and I realized he was one of my closest friends. So I met Logan in April of 2019 at Dollywood and in January I posted my account story that I was going to be there that day and the Coaster Kids account responded and was like hey we are too don't tell anybody yet so I didn't and then a few days later Logan announced his plans for 2019 and he announced the 334 tour and said hey not only am i gonna be on the tour but callie and sophia and billy and zach and ben and my mind was just blown it was great we had the best time and then logan and i talked a little bit over the summer and just texting and stuff and then we really got to talk and know each other better on the new year's trip which was one of the best experiences of my life i realized that logan and i were close friends on the lift hill of mystic timbers on our last ride of the season and i just turned to him and i said logan thank you for changing my life and we just hugged all the way up the lift hill and throughout the entire ride it was absolutely magical and i can't wait to see him again hopefully sometime this summer when the whole coronavirus thing clears up my first time meeting logan was actually a birthday present it was my 12th birthday. I really wanted to go to Coaster Kids Day at Kentucky Kingdom. And after a lot of convincing, I finally went. That was the first annual Coaster Kids Day at Kentucky Kingdom, and now there's been like three, and it's kind of crazy that I was at the first one. I realized when we were close friends, probably when I got invited onto the Virginia trip, because out of all of the people in Ohio, only me, Eliza, and Zach were selected. And then we started talking a lot, and I think on that trip is when I realized that we became close friends because out of all the people he could have picked I was one of the three that got chose. Logan and I met on a FaceTime call. We haven't met in person yet. That's something we're looking to do this summer. The story to how we met is I was just at home one night and it turns out that Itai and regional rep Hunter were on a FaceTime call with him and they just added me and from that day forth we were buds. So originally me and Logan met at karate. We used to do karate together at our local YMCA back when we were like really really little. So then I kind of like forgot about it whatever i found this kid's youtube channel because i was watching a bunch of roller coaster content on youtube and i saw that he was doing a meetup at king's island and that's when my parents were like hey that's logan joiner you used to do karate with him and i was like oh really i didn't even realize that and met up at his birthday in 2017 his birthday party at king's island and the rest is history i honestly think it's insane that me and ben didn't even know that we met each other 10 years ago and all of a sudden became coaster enthusiasts together i think that's insane but all right so the series is finally starting we'll see you guys later 
Thank you, Logan. All right. So Andrew is standing by with our special guest today. We've got Skylar, who's the regional representative of Thrills United up in the northeast of the United States in the New England area. It's going to be a really fun interview. So take it away, Andrew. This is Andrew, one of the producers of the Coaster Challenge podcast here today. And I've got a guest. We're going to talk about coasters today and have some fun. Welcome to the podcast from Thrills United, Skylar. Hi, thank you guys for having me. For sure. Yeah, glad to have you. So uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us about yourself? We know you're from Thrills United, maybe where you're from and... uh just some, some fun facts. Yeah, sure. So I'm Skylar. I'm 16 years old. I've been involved with like Coaster Kids and Thrills United since around November 2018. I've been an enthusiast since about like summer 2018 at some point. I was a huge fan of the channel. I was like freaking out when Logan asked me to be a part of the channel. I've just been growing with that whole family ever since they asked me to be a part of it. And I'm so grateful for all the friends that I've made. Like my life has just been completely changed by coasters and the coaster community like all of my best friends i've met through here and yeah it's just been the best experience ever for me that's awesome i love to hear that and you know i not to take away from your story but it's a story that i keep hearing from more and more people as i talk to them in these interviews or just people i meet at events and it's really heartwarming you know they're like any community, the coast community, it has its bad apples. It's got some problematic people. But the reality is, is that the vast majority of people in this community are awesome. They're just so awesome. I've met, like, you know, for example, you know, from Coaster Kids and, and Thrills United, uh, Jeff and Logan are amazing people. I've uh, gotten to know Jeff better and better. I spent a lot of time with, for example, at Hollywood Nights. We'd interviewed him before, a few months before here on the podcast. And he's just a great guy, really inspiring, has really a lot of, a lot of great things to say, great perspective on life, very positive person. And what Logan's done with his channel, you know, considering how old he is, what he's only 15 now, I think. Um, he's even younger than yourself. Just amazing. Where do you live? Like what part of the country? Oh, yeah. I'm from like Southern Connecticut. I pretty much cover all the parks from New England and a little bit of, you know, Mid-Atlantic, New Jersey. Oh, okay. All right. You're actually from my old neck of the woods. Yeah. I've been going to Great Adventure like way more often than any other parks. Just I don't even know why. I guess I have a lot of friends down there. So I travel two and a half hours. <laughs> Just to go there. Yeah, no, I get it. Uh, yeah, it's true because I, I live in northern New Jersey. And it was about an hour for me to get down to to what is it, Jackson, New Jersey, where Great Adventure is. But you know, you being Connecticut, you're kind of even for even more north and east of uh, where I was. So David and I and uh, Iva from the channel and a whole bunch of other friends. We were at Hollywood Nights and, you know, again, like I said, hung out with uh, Jeff a decent amount, saw Logan, saw a whole bunch of other friends, but I just saw a lot of Thrills United people there. Were you one of the people there? I wish I could have been. No, I was uh, stuck here in Connecticut, but. Oh, that's too bad. Have, a lot of fun. Have you ever been to that event? I haven't. No, I was going to, and like, I think I was planning to go in 2020, but then, you know, COVID happened and I got moved. Yeah. It was a whole mess. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I do recommend, uh, you know, they have it every year. I recommend checking it out. It's, an, it was my first time going myself and it won't be my last. It was incredible. So let's talk about, let's dial back to, I don't know if it'd be 2018 when you said you kind of felt like you became an enthusiast. And mm -hmm. I definitely want to hear more as we get on here about how you got connected with, you know, with uh, Thrills United and fan of Logan and whatnot. But let's even go maybe before that. What was the first coaster you ever rode in your life? My first coaster? I 
mean, I've always been like, ever since I was, you know, like a little girl, I've always been kind of adventurous with coasters. And I would even like stuff my shoes with toilet paper. So I'd be <laughs> tall enough to ride Boulder Dash when I was like five years old. I don't know. It was probably some little fair coaster, whatever I could get myself on. <laughs> okay. So even when you were a little kid, you maybe didn't consider yourself an enthusiast, but you love to get on coasters filling your shoes with, with toilet paper to get your height up. I see this at parks all the time. I was just at SeaWorld Orlando yesterday and there was a family in front of us that were, were going on the queue line for Infinity Falls, which is a great rapids ride. Mm-hmm. And a couple of the kids were really short and they were like, you know, I saw one of them was a little boy and he, he just was just tall enough and he got so excited when he got the news and, and all that. So I totally know what you're talking about. So whatever that coaster was, I guess no big deal. I know it was a long time ago. It was probably a fair coaster. Not yeah. probably nothing, nothing of, of a consequence, but let's talk about any, any time from that first coaster till today, you know, it might've been something you've experienced, you know, being with Thrills United or something before that. What would you say is the one coaster that you've ridden that scared you the most before you got on it? Yeah, that's, that's tough. Like I don't really get too scared of coasters like very often. It's more like flat rides, like Two that really stood out to me were Demon Drop and the New England Skyscreamer. Those totally freak me out. But I honestly can't remember a time where I've been like genuinely scared of a coaster. Okay, that w- we can we can talk about flat rides. That's fine. It's the same concept. Yeah. So you mentioned Demon Drop. I believe that that's in New England as well, right? At Dorney. Oh, Dorney. Okay. Is that because the name sounds familiar? I've not been to Dorney. Is that a first gen Intamin free fall ride? It is, yeah. Oh, the clunker. Yeah. I- <laughs> well, I mean, back in the 80s when those were, were designed by Intamin, I've been on a bunch of those. They were state of the art. I mean, you know what those do with the elevators and they come down and they go on their backs and they go back up and it's pretty cool how they work. Now, of course, now Intamin has done a lot more with free fall rides where they're, you know, the, the pole style free fall rides are like Falcon's Fury, which is incredible at, um, uh, Bush Gardens, Tampa, where you're actually facing down and they're a lot more intricate now, but I can understand why that would scare you. And then you mentioned the Skyscreamer at New England. Yeah, that because that one's 400 feet tall. So I've only ridden it once actually, and it was at night and oh my God, it's just, you look down and everything looks so tiny and you're going so fast and the chains are so thin. It's so freaky. Oh, wow. So that sounds like very similar to the one we have here, the Starflyer we have here in Orlando. Because right. yeah. I think that I think one's slightly taller. Yeah. yeah, I think the Starfly is like 440, 450. I rode that once and this is like, I don't know, a year ago. I wasn't afraid of anything, but it was like, whoa, this is like crazy how high up you are. And it was pretty cool. Which of those two, Demon Drop or that that sky, Skyscreamer, which of those do you think was more freaky for you before you got on it? Or you like intimidating? Probably New England Skyscraper. Okay. That makes sense because it's a lot taller. Talk to me as you were, you know, obviously a ride like that, 400 plus feet tall, you, you're going to see it as you're walking up to it. It's not like you're going on Space Mountain. You're not seeing what the coaster layout's like. So you're walking up to it even before you get in line. You see that crazy tall ride and then you get online for it and you're outside so you got all this time to anticipate it and, you know, be nervous about it. So talk to me what you were going, was going through your head. Yeah, I like, I didn't ride it until like 2019, even though it opened in 2014, I believe. That was, it was probably because of underlying fear, but also because the lines were just always so long. I honest, I didn't really feel the fear until I was really up there. Like, I didn't know how bad it was going to be. I mean, I was just like, I was, I wrote it with my dad and I was like clinging onto him. It was like, it was really weird yeah i didn't really get that 
that whole adrenaline rush until I was all the way up there. Okay. And that's a good point because you might be a little bit concerned about it, nervous about it, even before you get on it. But a ride like that, you're going up pretty slowly from the ground up to the top. You're kind of waiting a while versus like a coaster, you know, even a conventional chain lift. You get up that lift hill usually pretty quickly in comparison. So you don't have as much time to be nervous about it. So you were riding what the two seats next to each other with your dad, you said? Okay. So you're heading towards the top. You're getting higher and higher up in the air. So you're getting more nervous. You're clinching onto your dad. And then, you know, the ride gets going, it starts, you know, rotating. And so then what happens for you there is it starts moving around. Yeah, I remember like my seat was kind of moving like back and forth, kind of like swinging a little bit and swaying, which was another thing that was super weird. And on top of that, it was like with the breeze, it was May. So it was still a little bit chilly. It was just cold and like everything seemed so just like kind of shaky and it was really freaky we my my dad was even freaked out and he was he's like a 45 year old dude so (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so would you say you were in certain ways kind of both freaked out by it until you got back on the ground yeah it was kind of like we were both in shock afterwards and we were just like telling everyone how insane it was (laughs) we had never experienced anything like that before okay now yeah unique experience i totally get it now after having ridden it not chickened out or you know not freaked out on the ride just you know you went with it you're a little scared and you got to experience it did you feel any differently about yourself once you got off the ride yeah i mean i was pretty proud because i had never gotten a chance to get on it before and i think that was partly due to some fear. So I was glad stood up to the challenge and wrote it. Nice. Nice. Now I'm assuming when you wrote it, you were familiar with the Be Braves challenge with Coaster Kids, right? Yeah. Right. So did you feel like kind of like you met that challenge by doing that? Yeah. It wasn't something that was like super hard for me to overcome. You know, I didn't make like a Be Brave video, but I did feel some pride afterwards. Nice. So have you done any Be Brave videos? I actually, I haven't. I believe, I I don't remember. I think I might've been with a kid when they completed a Be Brave challenge, but I haven't done one. But it wasn't for you, it was for them. Okay. So, I mean, you know, some people aren't necessarily very fearful. Like, like, let me ask you this. So, you know, you're 16. So, you know, you're still relatively young, but you're in high school. You've obviously been through some challenges in life. Would you say that in general, aside from theme parks, do you ever like really often feel fear or anxiety or is that something you just generally don't get? Yeah, I, I have a lot of anxiety and fear daily just about random things, especially being a high school student. Mm trying to keep up with that competitive nature of trying to get into college and get good grades and all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of anxiety built up around that for, I think, a lot of kids my age. Stepping up, trying to give your all instead of sinking back and giving giving up is also kind of like a be brave challenge in a way. Oh, sure. I mean, I remember when I was in high school and college, you know, I, I think really for a lot of us, School starts getting really serious once you get in high school. That's when like, you know, your grades start really mattering and it gets even more difficult. You're starting to do these really specialized classes, you know, biology, chemistry and all that. So I get it. I remember a lot, I had a lot of test anxiety when I was in high school, especially college. Would you say whether it be, you know, facing your fears or your anxieties a little bit on the skyscraper, or maybe there's other aspects of being a part of the coaster community. Has anything because of the reality that you have over the past few years, been a coaster enthusiast, been a part of Coaster Kids Thrills United, has any of that in any way helped you say face that anxiety in school? Yeah, I think a lot of the inspiring stories I've heard, like even Logan's, like can kind of serve as a motivational factor if I'm feeling nervous about 
about like a club that I want to join or like some kind of opportunity for school or sports or whatever, like I just try to use my courage to be able to face it and, you know, take on things that may have been a little bit daunting for me at first. Gotcha. So would you say in general then that you're more willing to kind of face those issues and because you know you have to face them anyway in school, for example, because of your experience in the community and, and you know, coasters and parks? Yeah, Uh, that's how it is. Okay, nice. Would you say that, and I think you may have kind of alluded to this at the beginning when you were introducing yourself, but, you know, in terms of coasters and theme parks, how have they had a significant positive impact on your life in general? Talk to me, you know, perhaps about, you mentioned how how Thrills United Coaster Kids has had a major impact on you. Let's hear more about that. It's been, frankly, just insane ever since I've become a part of the coaster community. I started out with my best friend, Sam, kind of introduced me into the community and we started watching more coaster YouTube videos together. And that's kind of what got us into the community. And eventually there was like a sale on Coaster Kids shirts. So we're like, okay, you know, let's, let's get some. And then we wore them to Six Flags New England and sent them in to the Coaster Kids account because they feature when people wear Coaster Kids merch or Thrills United merch on their Instagram. Sure. We sent that in and then we got a whole lot more than we were expecting. We got actually asked to become a part of the Coaster Kids YouTube channel as the New England representatives because Jeff and Logan were looking for someone for that region specifically. It was good to have a little bit more diversity in the channel with some girls because as a lot of people know, the Coaster community is pretty dominated so yep <laughs> yeah I was I think they thought it was nice to have a little bit more diversity in that aspect then because of that we got we became closer with Logan and then some of his friends more and more people through the coaster community literally my best friends in the entire world are people that I've met through coasters and amusement parks it's really helped me to kind of also come out of my shell a little bit because that's something that I struggled with a bit before coaster kids just social anxiety and feeling comfortable with myself I feel like meeting all these people and recording these videos has helped me to just be a bit more outgoing and talk to people that's great that's great I I love it and you you mentioned your best friend Sam now Sam go to school with you like live near you or yeah yeah we met in like middle school. Okay. And you're still good friends now. Mm -hmm. So has your friendship changed a lot? with both of you being a part of Thrills United and kind of having this like amazing hobby to share with each other? It's definitely brought us closer together. I mean, we've always bonded over similar interests, but this is just like nothing ever before. Like all of our friend groups are interconnected through coasters and we do everything together a lot of it because of coasters, you know, because obviously it's one of our favorite things to do is go to amusement parks. Yeah, we do pretty much all of that together all the time. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's, I I mean, I've seen that, you know, I, I'm too old to have ever been part of Coaster Kids because Coaster Kids, when I was a kid, it didn't exist, but Parks did. And I certainly enjoyed Parks as a kid, but let's, uh, let's go ahead and change gears here for sort of the second half of the interview. And let's kind of talk some more fun stuff. Uh, First of all, how many coasters have you been on? What's your coaster count? Right now it's 134, I believe. 134. Gotcha. What would you say in those 134 coasters? Think about the craziest moment you ever had in a coaster what was that one that really sticks out was riding phoenix during a tropical storm (laughs) that was pretty crazy uh everyone was like running out of the park and just kept they kept it open and we were riding it over and over again getting soaked and getting so much airtime it was insane so you're talking about phoenix at Knobles, right yeah yeah was the tropical storm actually moving through at that point 
yeah, it was like raining and thundering and it was just pouring like crazy, but it was hauling. Really? Okay. So it was probably windy too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Cause uh, and you said it was lightning and thunder. Yeah. I think it was just thundering, but it was just thunder. Okay. Um, what would you say of your 134? I think you said coasters. What, which one is your favorite so far? My number one is El Toro. Ah, nice. So, you, so you, it sounds like you have, you like wooden coasters a lot. I do like wooden coasters. Yeah. Boulder Dash is pretty far up there as well. Nice. All right. So your favorite coaster is El Toro. That's a very respectable favorite coaster. A lot of people have that as their favorite. I know how unique El Toro is, like we talked about. So what about, what is your least favorite coaster? What's the one that you've been on before you go to the park, you don't ride it, you know, usually during the season or maybe once a season, bad experience. What's your least favorite coaster? I think that's probably going to have to be Steam and Demon, which is an arrow looper at Six Flags Great Escape. It's yep. just so janky and it gave me a really bad headache and banged on my ears really terribly i do not recommend yeah i've been on that coaster it's been a few years but even when i wrote it god it's, it's been a while i want to say how long it's been since i was on it even back when i wrote it like, over a decade ago i'll say that much it was not great all right is there anything else that you'd like to uh, share any kind of advice to people that are listening, you know, that, you know, given your experiences with Thrills United and, you know, how parks have inspired you and made your life better. Yeah, I I would just say to just don't be afraid to reach out to other people in the coaster community, because even though there are some instances of a couple bad apples, but overall, it's just a very positive community and there's some great people in it. If you put yourself out there, maybe just, you know, make an Instagram for some coaster pictures or a YouTube channel or whatever, I guarantee you're definitely going to find some people that you're able to connect with and have a great time with. That's great advice. And, and I like that. And, you know, like you said, creating your YouTube or just a social media profile, which, you know, I, you know, most people have those and, you know, featuring your hobbies and your social media profile. That's what I do, you know, Facebook, especially Instagram, is I just like sharing with my friends and with the world, you know, what I'm enjoying. And maybe that'll inspire other people like to check out a coaster or a park or, you know, whatever fun thing it is I'm doing. Well, the last thing I'd like to do, speaking of, I mentioned social media, if there's anything you'd like to share with our listeners that, you know, heard you telling us all about your if fun experiences in the community, uh, if they'd like to connect up with you, you know, if you'd like to share any you know, social media, whatever, you feel free to share. Go ahead and uh, let us know. Yeah, my Instagram is skycoaster with an underscore in between sky and one after coaster, I believe. Yeah, that's pretty much my only coaster social media besides okay. Thrills United and whatever, but that's obviously not my channel. So yeah. Of course. Of course. And you're still representing Thrills United, right? In New England. Yeah. I'm I'm one of the team captains for Coaster Kids and I'm a regional representative for Thrills United. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Well thank you very much for chatting with us today. It was great talking to you, Skylar. And uh, keep riding those coasters, keep getting that count up and keep enjoying and good luck uh, with your college pursuits as well. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Skylar. Iva, that was a really good interview. Yeah, it was because a lot of people that listen to this podcast can definitely relate because Skylar talked about being a high school student and all of the anxiety that a high school student has to face daily. And that can be anywhere, you know, from choosing what college you're going to go to or what degree you're going to go for because that's a huge life 
decision to make, you know, when you're in high school, because you've got your whole life ahead of you and you're in control. Like a, one thing I think we learned, I learned from this episode from her is that you are in total control of your destiny. Like I said, for me, like when I face my fears on roller coasters and stuff, I had to be the one to make that step and say, I can do this. Just like when I went up to the stratosphere and did the sky jump last year, I had to I was in control of that. You're in full control. The one thing about roller coasters, like Andrew had said in the past in some of our live episodes, is that once you get on a roller coaster, you're kind of giving up control once you have stepped in and put the lap bar down. But like the sky jump or doing bungee jumping or any of his other high adventure thrills, you are in you're in the driver's seat. You have you have total control of when you do it. And a lot of times it takes a lot of courage and to be brave to and just to make that jump or just to make that step and you know what at the end of the day when you're done you're very proud of yourself because of the accomplishment of what you achieved and it makes you a much stronger person for doing it the other big thing too that she faced a fear of is being a girl in a coaster community i myself can relate to that because a lot of the people that are in our coaster community are male there's not many females in the coaster community that's one of the reasons why i find it so near and dear to have girl representatives in thrills united because you have to be able to show your passion for what you love that's why i created wildcat coasters that's why you created coaster challenge because you need to have that positive female influence out there we have the movement the g-force movement that sarah anderson is part of who does coaster studios that is a huge movement with the girls in our community and you know what it's about time because there's a lot of times where women we're not really involved in much and it's time that everybody gets involved it's an all equal society and everybody should be treated equally and be treated with dignity and respect and it's always good to, when you have you know a diversity of a variety of different people involved in any organization or any movement which is always really good well i would say this was a really awesome really awesome episode uh we've got a very exciting episode coming up next week for thrills united month we hope you guys will tune in on next friday but justin how can they find us on social media if you enjoyed today's episode be sure to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And if you want to see more from us, we upload every Friday. And check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all at Coaster Challenge. Links in the description. Thank you, Justin. Yes, make sure, guys, make sure to hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcast network. If you are listening to the Apple Podcasts, we ask you guys, please make sure to write a review in the in your Apple Podcasts because we, our team here, we work very hard and we would really appreciate having some positive reviews on the Apple Podcasts. And also, also, may I make sure to check out our website at CoasterChallengeUSA.com and make sure to check out the Coaster Challenge store where we have all kinds of really awesome merchandise where any proceeds goes and is donated to charity every year. So we hope you guys will take the opportunity to check that out and help support us that way too. But we, like I said, we've got a very exciting episode next week. This Thrills United Month is just underway and we've got a lot of exciting things happening. But until then, this is David Cantu. And this is Ivan Shifley. We'll see you all next week right here on Coaster Challenge.